0: NFTs are digital assets like video clips or online art that are worth insane amounts of money, but what the heck are they and why are they worth so much? I'm Roger Chang and this is your Daily Charge. With us to shed light on this mysterious world is our crack Google reporter, Rich Nieva.
1: Welcome Rich. Hey, thanks for having me. So let's just get right into it. What the heck are NFTs? That is a good question and it's a a complicated answer, but uh, NFT stands for non-fungible token. Um, and they are basically uh they work like a barcode uh and and they're meant to authenticate pieces of of digital art uh like a file or a or a or a video or a, or a movie um and what it does is basically it, it designates one version as the authentic version and everything else is just a copy
0: right can you give me some examples of some I guess high profile nfts of uh, some of the wilder ones that have gone for lots of money
1: sure so right now there's uh, this auction that uh, the British auction house Christie's is doing uh, and it ends today um, and the, the bidding last time I looked was at 13 million and it's it's for a piece of art by by an artist named Beeple. Um, so that's kind of one uh, at the crazy extreme end of it um, there was there's one clip of LeBron James uh, blocking a shot that went for like a hundred thousand dollars. Um Jack Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter, uh is auctioning off the first tweet ever. Um and I think that one is at at more than two million right now.
0: Oh my God! So let, let's let me kind of break it down because I think this is where I'm having difficulty wrapping my head around. Uh, you know, you mentioned the LeBron James digital clip, which can easily be shared. The the tweet by Elon Musk that can be screenshotted or can be shared. The the uh, the Christie's auction that that piece of art. It's not physical. It's a digital piece of art, which again can be copied and shared. Why would someone pay this much money for i guess what is what is technically the authentic version of this
1: digital asset but ultimately it's still a digital asset that you can copy and share right right so that's that's where it gets really really complicated because you know the the people the 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 people artwork you know that's we we, that's in our story like the the picture is in our story right and i didn't pay 13 million dollars for that um but it you know it basically it basically comes down to to perception and and that's really why this is kind of a fascinating topic because at the heart of it, it it it's we're talking about ownership online and what that means um and and so you know i was talking to one one berkeley professor for the uh for the story that i did and his his take was you know it's it's about bragging rights but it's also about more than that you know like like you you've got these these pieces of art that are are prolific online, right? Everybody's seen them like like a meme. Uh and if one person owns that, you can take credit for, for owning this this one piece of art that people love. But also, you know, it, it, it could also be kind of something deeper than that. Um I liken it to a a painting, right? If you it, it makes sense that you would want to buy like uh an original Basquiat versus uh a print of it. Um, and and the reason might be because you you might feel closer to the artist if you were to own the quote unquote authentic version. Uh, the same might go for uh, for an NFT.
0: So NFT, the way it works, as I understand it, there is an encryption method that verifies that this is the one and authentic uh, bit of asset that is whether it's a clip, movie, video clip, or digital piece of art. How does how does that work and how does blockchain p- play into this?
1: Sure. So all of this is backed by uh by the blockchain which is most commonly associated with cryptocurrency like like Bitcoin. Um but basically uh the way these files are authenticated is um they they are minted on the blockchain and so like these 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 kinds of digital barcodes come from uh from those uh decentralized ledgers. Um and that's how basically you're able to, to designate something as, as the original. Um, there, are, there are lots of complications that come with this um, because anytime you do anything with the blockchain, uh, there, there's what's called gas fees that you got to pay, which basically is like uh, the fee that you're paying for the, the computing power um, to, to do something like this to, to generate uh, a token. Um, and that is kind of what some artists are, are running up against as, as one of the difficulties of this, right?
0: Because it takes a lot of processing power to, to come up with this. And critics have noted that that processing power is not exactly the most environmentally friendly thing. You've got a story about this where you talk to an artist who's selling his, uh, c- collector cards, which were initially going to be physical. He sold them as digital NFTs. So what did you learn from him? So he was
1: very valuable in in kind of showing me what the practical benefits of this are right for for an artist and if you're going to sell like a physical good you're he was going to go to a, a printer in China and then he would have had to package these and then um market them uh and then ship them off for uh like 5 or 6 bucks for a package of 10 um, instead he could bypass all of that, that overhead and put them online, uh, not have to worry about printing anything, um, and be able to kind of go direct to customer and sell it that way. Um, so there, there's lots of practical benefits in, in doing this. The, you know, one thing that I mentioned is, is the, the high gas fees. Um, but it's, it's just kind of a new way of distributing your art.
0: Yeah. And beyond that like you sort of mentioned this earlier but this this idea or this whole technique or concept uh, does give I guess artists more rights and I guess more of a more ownership of their of their work right this is this is something that
1: solves the problem of the internet basically making everything free right right because if you think about the way that the internet has has grown to be the place that we know it today, um it's just been kind of conditioned for us to expect content to be free right we we read news articles uh we we watch youtube videos and and tiktok videos and for the most part we think of them as free you know there are are like advertising revenue mechanisms uh behind them in some cases but if you're a regular person you're going to these apps and, and you're you're not paying right you're just you're watching them um this is another avenue for, for somebody to be able to support a creator. Um, and it's it's just another way that a creator can be compensated in, in an online world.
0: You mentioned those gas fees. Are there any other downsides of NFTs or anything that folks should be wor- worried about?
1: The big thing when I talk to artists were, were the gas fees. And as you mentioned, the the, the carbon footprint of this all. Um, that's another thing that, that a lot of folks are talking about, especially, um, because it's, it's, it's anytime you do anything with the blockchain, right? So you're, 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 you're spending a lot in, in computing power. Um, and if you kind of extrapolate further from this, if if you take this further than art, you know, um, and other, look at other applications of NFTs, that is just even more computing power that you're going to be expending. So. Um, People are kind of worried about how much that could that could cost.
0: Yeah, and we talked about this before the recording. You know, it makes sense why the art world or the collector's world would be into this because there's a lot of disposable income. People are willing to throw out a lot of money for, you know, what they think is this one-of-a-kind piece of art. What other areas are embracing NFTs? Or are there other areas embracing NFTs?
1: So I talked to one investor who thinks that the next frontier could be games um and, you know they, and it's kind of the same kind of digital clientele right somebody who's really focused on rare or rare things so you can you could you could see something where like a video game offers like a, a rare early skin of the game or like uh, a, a rare piece of armor or a gun or, or a weapon for a for a character um and in the, and in this analogy it would be like this
0: one person gets this one gun with an like authenticated seal of, of authenticity is that is that how it works
1: right and that person could could share it you know could could not could could show it off in in the game and in the real world i guess
0: interesting uh, what do you think i mean from the folks you've talked to is this just a temporary fad or does this represent a big change in how digital goods might be sold and traded down the line
1: well, I mean to be clear, we we're in a hype cycle. That that's very clear um because you know 13 million for for a, for a file. Um and so it it's, it'll be interesting once once that hype dies down what's left. Um but it is an interesting application of of the blockchain and it does kind of raise interesting questions about ownership and um you know what what it means to to kind of trade off online. Um and I talked to one one person who thinks that NFTs could be just eventually, basically a, a replacement for contracts in general, digital contracts. So there are, there are people are thinking about people are thinking about how this can be applied uh, applied more broadly. Um, and it's it, if nothing else, it's, it's fascinating to think about where it can go.
0: No, absolutely. NFTs are an insane concept to really get your head wrapped around, but they're not going anywhere anytime soon. Rich, thank you for your time. You can check out our story on CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to cnet.co slash dailycharge. And if you like what you heard, please subscribe and rate the podcast. It really helps us out.
1: For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.